Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, we are doing another sound check here. We're playing tonight at Moonshine Beach in San Diego. Holly Shores is here in front of me, and so is Tommy Louise near the front stage. As you can hear, Rob is banging away on his drum. We got Baba Booey over there banging on the bass. We got David Bowie. Or as I like to call him, Davis Boulion. He's over there. Philly Ocean's here. Yes, what, what? What do you want to say? What do you guys want to say? We are here tonight. Ready to rock your socks off. You can check out the Instagram, some of the fun videos that have been taken. That is on Inspirato Projecto. So, when you see those... Let me know. Take care. It's now 10.54 a.m. The 30th, November. Last night we played uh, San Diego, Moonshine Beach. And then tonight we're playing the arena Simi Valley, that's the benefit show for the uh, borderline victims. And we'll be uh, staying in Simi Valley. And in the morning, heading out to, I believe, San Francisco, bright and early, 5.30 in the morning, heading out to San Francisco. I'm pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. And then, sleeping over there, heading out in the morning from there, and then the next day we're up in the town of Yorba Linda, for a, I believe it's a private party. Last night in San Diego went awesome. It was our second time being out there, and we had a really good reception from the folks. It's really cool to only have played out there twice and come across such great, great people. 
people, uh, I saw some folks there last night that I saw, that I had met last time we were there. So they came by again and they brought some, brought some more people. That's what's fun, fun about these shows is that the people keep bringing more people. They just, when you, they, we want to be near stuff that makes us feel good. And that's why we go to see movies. That's why we go to hear, hear bands play. That's why we go up to our favorite food place and eat a tasty burger or what have you. Because, you know, because uh, it's something that gives you pleasure, gives you delight. And when you eat there at that restaurant, you go, hey, that's, that's really good, that's delicious. Remind me to bring Aunt Susie with me next time I go here. She would love this place. That's the fun thing, too, because when you're in those moments, you're th- a lot of times you're thinking uh, of other people who might appreciate that and who uh, you could then, like you're in a moment, you go, oh, this reminds me of this person or this reminds me of that person. So then you, you know, you tell them about it. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about you at the show. You got to go with me next time. It's neat how that works. It's neat how that works. It's the feeling. This goes along with that phrase. There's that old, there's, there's that age-old phrase, and it just makes so much sense, where it says, you may not remember what a person's name is, and you might not remember what you talked about. However, you do remember how they made you feel. And... That's, that's, that's what's so fun about this situation with the Outlet Crew is that we provide good, good vibes to the populace. And, and those good vibes then reverberate, reverberate, reverberate. Waves. 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 There's a very interesting thing that Tommy sent me, which I'm going to read to you. I gotta go, I'm going up to the store right now. I'm gonna get some some cat food. And once that happens, we'll be back. We'll be back. It's 11, 11 a.m. Of course it is, 11, 11. That's the gateway, the magic gateway. Okay, I was just in Ralph's, just in the grocery store. And all the lines were really long. I'm looking around at all these lines, and I decided to stand in the one where uh, you self-check out. And as I'm standing there in line, someone gets in, behind, uh, gets in line behind me, and it's... And it's, um, (laughs) this is crazy. Of course, of course. Okay, so let me back this up. Uh, I 
you can't remember if I've been saying on this podcast or not, about Gary Graver. Um, we, um, I think I, I can't remember if I mentioned him. He did camera work for a couple of movies that I did with my buddy Robert Zimaga. There were two movies, one called Wakan, W-A-K-A-N, Wakan, short film, and a movie called Martyr, M-A-R-T-Y-R. And uh, Martyr, uh, both of these movies, so both of these movies, Gary Graver, who was good friends with Orson Welles for his last remaining movies, including Other Side of the Wind, um, he he helped out with that stuff and um, he was kind of one of the people who was tasked with trying to get, get that movie together if you get a chance check out that movie it's on Netflix Other Side of the Wind and so I thought, man, you know, Gary died in 2006, and I, I wish that I had gotten to know him better. I wish I would have interviewed him about all of his crazy stories working with Horson Wells back in the day, all of his crazy experiences working on the other, other side of the wind. F, is, F for Fake, that's another one, another phenomenal movie. F for Fake, that is a great one. It's crazy. I saw that movie without even realizing that Gary Graver had had worked on that. Now, it wasn't that I was not an Orson Welles fan back in the day, uh, back in 2006. I mean, I I think I saw Citizen Kane probably when I was in um, high school, perhaps. Was it college? I, I can't remember. But we watched it. And that was about, as far as I had known, that was the only Orson Welles Welles film that I had seen. Now, my aunt had given me a record long ago, long ago, my Aunt Gloria, gave me a record of the War of the Worlds broadcast, the original broadcast, which I believe was the Mercury Theater Players, um, the one that sent everybody sent the world going crazy thinking that there were Martians invading the earth so I was familiar with little bits about Orson I knew he was you know a trickster a prankster but I just didn't know that much about him looking back had I you know had I known more I could have talked with Gary Graver about it like oh yeah what other movies did you work on so okay back to back to Ralph's now while I was looking up just other other movies that he had worked on, I'm like, what? What movie? Because I tried to look for Gary Graver on IMDb. And there were like four or five of them, four or five different ones, and I'm like, oh, geez, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I, I want to make sure I look at the right IMDb page, so I looked up. Uh, 
I looked up those movies that I'd worked on with Gary, and in that movie Martyr, there was a lead actor. And so it was funny, because I was clicking around on IMDb, and uh, I can't remember his name, but I, uh, I was just, I was curious. I wanted to see what kind of other stuff he was up to. Well, wouldn't you know, I mean, and that was probably three days ago. Wouldn't you know, I'm standing in line at Ralph's, and that actor gets in line behind me. That actor gets in line right behind me, and I'm thinking, this is crazy. This guy, this is the guy I was just looking at. And I said, hey, were you in Martyr? He goes, yeah. I said, well, I worked, you know, I worked on that film. I helped do PA work and stuff. And he's like, wow, you got a good memory. And so um, I'm going to interview him on the radio show. I was going to interview him right there at Ralph's, but the, the line was was dwindling and um, and the little spot spots were opening up for me for the groceries so wow you know funny thing is I, I'm not even holding the uh, rainbow moonstone the synchronicity rock either not even holding it in my pocket all right uh, wow uh, I, I'm just it just explodes my brain should it be a surprise to me, based on all of the other exciting synchronicities that have evolved through the years and the manner in which they present themselves, I probably shouldn't be surprised. However, it's always good to celebrate it, isn't it? It's like knowing that your birthday is coming up tomorrow and yet being surprised on what happens on that day. Well, you shouldn't be surprised that tomorrow's your birthday. Birthday rise. You shouldn't be surprised that it's your birthday. Well, but that's cool. No harm, no foul. All right, more, uh, more magic to come later on, that's for sure. Excuse me, kitties. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, kitties. Get out of my way, please. Sound check here. We have Peter Beckett from the, the band Player, and uh, he, he uh, his band does Baby Come Back. That's what they're most known for. Tonight we're gonna be singing How Long. This has been going on. We're gonna be singing that. Uh, he's gonna be doing that with us along with along with. Uh, yeah, how long and baby come, baby come back. So ideally we'll get some. Here we go. One, 
So Peter, there's there's also there's a, a packet of do you want some French vanilla in there or do you like, just want a black? Is this for yours? No, that's you. Do you do want for some French vanilla or no? Just black. Okay, cool. You're welcome. Has it been going on? When you're a jet, you're a jet All the way from your first cigarette your last dying day. We have uh, Chris here. Oh, here we go. Oh, how cool is this? We get to hear it. Here we go. Oh, that's great. That's great. We get to hear this behind the scenes stuff. How cool is this, man? This is true, true history in the making here. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, man. So the arena in Simi Valley, there are photos of Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon, Kiss, the Sex Pistols, um, some DJs, random DJs, Kurt Cobain poster, Pink Floyd, The Pretenders, David Bowie, Blondie, Blondie's up there. Of course, we got uh, Jim Morris. We got a Doris poster. Ramones. Bon Jovi. Depeche Mode. Beatles. The Beatles. Freddie Mercury. Uh, who are these guys? New York Dolls. Black Flag. The Cure. Slayer, Janice Joplin, those guys, the guys standing in an alley. I think that's Lemmy up there from Motorhead. Bob Dylan, Mr. Robert Dillon, as I like to call him. 
all of all of the not that they've ever played here, mind you. Unless they have, this was called something different back in the day. I took a fun video earlier. Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin poster. Rob Jones is a monster. He is a monster on those drums. Never let anybody tell you any different. Don't let them tell you any different. He is a monster. I'll be playing the uh, straw tonight.
a better voice for you. And then whenever you're ready. You sound great. First, folks, it's breaking breaking news. Something called Gringram, G-R-I-N-G-R-A-M, Gringram, and it's other people smiling. The whole idea is to experiment with the opposite kind of art form to capture like kindness, happiness, uh, things. Thing it, it becomes this alternative uh, I almost said news source just a, a sort of a edu a, uh, alternative education so to speak so uh, in term, terms of turning up the best tur uh, turning out the best of yourself by looking for the best in others so it's people helping out one another just quick candid you know acts of kindness recorded of other people doing things. So it would be a whole experiment, and those who would want to experiment with such things would do that. Um, so 
Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to see what that would be like. Um, yeah, my vocal's a little hot. No
Thank you. 